Stevenson centers, and the loose puck was put on. Rebound shot blocked. Now Eichel scores. The third rebound goes for Eichel. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Marcia Selwright to the circle. White Cloud shoots. He scores. Doing his best. Jack Eichel finds the opening. Top shelf. Sharp angle for White Cloud. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Ballard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... He's giving you the hurry up sign. Yeah, no, I got it. There's, there's the opening of the show that yeah. you have to get through. Yep. Hurry. And Chapman's so excited to answer the phone yeah. right now yeah. because of the guest that's coming on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's giving you the speed it up. Speed it up. You can't speed that up any more than you did. Didn't miss a beat, though. But it's ridiculous. He, but he's so giddy about William Carlson coming on. It's awesome. Uh, A couple of great guests to uh, start off. Dave Gosher is going to join us in just a little bit. And first up, a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. Marcia Sell for Carlson. He scores! He's got one now. (laughs) And Vegas takes a 2-1 lead. Power play goal. Here he is, uh, William Carlson on the VGK Insider Show with Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Uh, how are you, Wild Bill? I'm doing just fine. How are you guys? Good. Uh, congratulations on everything, by the way. Uh, let's uh, let's start there. Uh, how does it feel uh, coming off the nuptials? Uh, it feels uh, good. Good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess nothing much has changed, but <laughs> it's still a good feeling. Uh, awesome. Uh, the ceremony looked amazing. The the drum line, uh, that was awesome. So there's a whole bunch of Vegas uh, into it. And now you're back training. Uh, you guys have had the captain skates uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, what's the vibe around the rink? Uh, good. Um, I think guys are excited to get going. Um, uh, you know, camps around the corner. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to sharpen ourselves up for camp. And, uh, you know, I think we're ready to go. Does this kind of camp and, and, and leading into it feel differently than it has over the last couple of seasons? Um, I think there's a lot of uh, hunger for uh, doing better than we did last year, for sure. Um, obviously, we weren't happy with the way it ended, so um, <laughs> you know, it's been a long summer, too long for uh, for our liking, so um, I think we're, we seem very hungry going in. Well, what did you do uh, for the summer outside of the very important tying the knot? Well, um, I went home for a little to Sweden for a month in like May, came back here to Vegas, start of June, and then I just been hanging out here. And then I obviously had the wedding um, during that time. So I haven't done much exciting stuff, just kind of going to the rink and uh, put my work in. Hey, when you go home, uh, do, you, do you just hang out with the homeboys and just uh, chill out, or do you have uh, a circuit that you do, kind of like make sure you see uh, all the family? Uh, well, first first I see the family, and then, uh, you know, I have all my friends back home, so um, I see them too. So it's a, it's a bit of a mix, but it, it's nice. It's 
always a good time to go home and, and meet everyone. So uh, it was a it was a good month. Are you always training and mixing it in uh, throughout that uh, that process, or do you take that month when you're at home to kind of shut it down? Uh, no, I I, I started uh, working out during that time. Um, after the season, I took maybe three weeks off, maybe, and then uh, started getting back into it. So that was during the time in, in Sweden. And what what's kind of the the ramp up? For you, just in terms of, of fitness, like you, you're one of the the fittest guys I would argue on the team. You've you've got an engine that just doesn't stop. So, how do you kind of ramp that up and peak for the beginning of the season? Um. Well, there's some heavy weeks there uh, in the middle of the summer. Obviously, you start a little light, um, get the body used to it, and then you ramp it up. Um, like I said, some hard 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 weeks. You work hard, and then. You know, um, as soon as you get to the camp, you, uh, you you do you do less and try to be uh, at peak performance when camp starts. William Carlson with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, it's kind of cool to be able to talk to you before camp because that's when usually uh, we get to uh, to meet you and uh, and discuss things uh, all over again. But on the subject of working out that you just touched on, uh, is it the Wingate or the VO2 Max that, that you're all in on, that you do uh, quite a bit? Which one is it? Um, well, I, I do my, uh, I guess it's intervals on, on the bike. Uh, I have two different kinds. Um, one is more for for the legs, where you have heavy resistance, and the other one is it's more for the heart um, and, and takes longer. So uh, I guess I get to I guess I guess I get both of them. Like wow. the, it's ridiculous how hard that is, and you seem to enjoy it. I, I know when Shane Noddy went over and uh, and did the the great documentary with you, uh, you made him do that a couple of times. He's like, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it once, but but that's it. And then you're dialing it in. What makes you want to do that over and over? Uh well, uh, you just want to be prepared, uh, as prepared as possible, and you know you want to have a good season. But also, um, you do hate it in the moment, but there's uh, there's a satisfaction for sure afterwards. Um, you feel really good about yourself, um, and I think that plays a big part of it too. You know, it's uh, just getting over that really awful hump. Um, but you know, so the satisfaction is, is really great after a really hard workout. Have you ever promised yourself while doing one of those tests, I'm never doing this <laughs> damn thing again? <laughs> uh, I have not thought about that yet. Um, hopefully, hopefully I can keep always doing it even after hockey, but most likely not. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You, that's, that's an interesting one. Like when, when did that start for you? In terms of those intervals and and kind of suffering through that in the moment because it makes you more effective during a game. Well, I, I guess it's up to my uh, my trainer. He's the one who <laughs> who tells us what to do. Um, and um, yeah, that's my trainer back home in Sweden. So he, he's the one who sets up my schedule. So <laughs> it's all up to him. And if he says I, I'm going to do it, I'll you know I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm sure he's a great guy. Uh, I don't like him, but uh, I'm, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a great person. We just uh, we just never connected. That's why we we never hooked up. Hey, um, you got the haircut. Uh, tell me about where the motivation came to uh, to trimming the locks. Um, 
Well, I was just, you know, I was feeling something different. I've had long hair for like eight years, I think it is. I'm uh, just kind of looking the same. So, you know, I was, I was curious, to be honest, to see how I would look again with um, shorter <laughs> hair. And, um, and I'm happy with it. I think they look a little more proper. I'm surprised how much you can tell while watching you on the ice uh, and being able to watch a couple of captain skates. It does look different, uh, on, even on the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do miss it, though, when I put a helmet on to, you know, to have those locks just flying. But uh, I think off ice, I, I, I like the, the change. Are you going to keep it for a while? Um, I think so. We'll see. It's not a decision that has been made yet, so um, you're just gonna have to stay tuned. Are you Are you surprised how fascinated people are <laughs> with your hair? How fast? What? How fascinated people are? They, they They're captivated by this, and when when you guys put out the Instagram video, like it, it was just lit up. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, you know, hair could cost so much. Uh, you know. I don't know the word for it, but you know what I mean. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been my image, you know, I, especially ever since I got to Vegas. Um, it's kind of been my thing. So, um, But hopefully, um, hopefully people like the change. Have you talked to the new coach? Uh, yeah, just a little bit. What have those conversations been like? Uh, so far, they, they've been pretty short. Just, um, we haven't really talked hockey yet, so, um, so they, they've been short and, um, yeah, like I said, we haven't really talked, uh, about, um, anything interesting like hockey, <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, but it seems good. You know, I, one of the, one of the interesting storylines, I think going into this year and, and Mark Stone kind of spoke about it, uh, last week in that. Uh, you guys are are coming into the season kind of like underdogs, right? Maybe similarly to year number one, where uh, not not a lot of people are expecting big things from you. Do, do you feel like that's the case? And if so, how much are you are you like chomping at the bit to prove everybody wrong? Yeah, I think that's a big part of the the hunger that I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, we we want to show everyone that. This is the real us, and this is what we can do. Um, we can be at the top, and um, and I do believe it, and I think everyone in the locker room believes that too. We just, um, you know, we just got to go 100 percent every time, and I, I think I, you know, I think we're going to do it. Uh, back to the hair stuff. Uh, who on the team now needs a haircut the most that you've been uh, you've been trimmed up? You know, Marshy's hair looking kind of long. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, he's loving it though, so we'll see if he if he even trims it. So, but I'd say probably him. Maybe I'm forgetting someone, but yeah, on top of my head, that's the guy I'm thinking of. I had Hager in my head. Uh, in funny enough, no pun intended, but uh, he, he's looking a little little long out there. I haven't seen Stone uh, much, but those are the two guys that uh, that I had. Yeah, no, for sure. Hager uh, got some good flow. Um, but yeah, I'll, you know, uh, check out Marshy's there next time you see him. I will. So 
do you do you still consider yourself as as having the best hair on the team? It, it's short, I get it, but it's still really nice hair. Yeah, no, I think I'm always going to have the best <laughs> hair. To be honest, um, very thick. It's, um, it's luscious, and yeah, I mean the the only way I'm not having the best hair is if I shave my head. So, <laughs> and and just to make sure everybody's aware, that's not part of the plan, is it? No, no, no. Okay, good. Uh, what you, you set goals, uh, William? Do you, do you have numbers in your mind? Uh, what what you look for coming into this season? Um, no, not really. Um, I just want to improve. Um, uh, obviously, I didn't like my uh, the season that I had, so um, I, I feel very hungry hungry to to go back and and uh, be better. Uh, and be the player I know I can be. So um, that's that's my motivation for sure. When you say um, when, when you say be better, what, what areas are you thinking of there? Uh, well, mostly points. Obviously, um, it wasn't good enough last year, so I want to contribute more uh, offensively. You know, when you kind of allow yourself to maybe think about or, or look at this season coming up with a new coach at at the helm. I, you know, there might be an opportunity for you to be playing with some some different players. Uh, what is what does that do for you? Like, did, does that excite you? I, I, obviously, you've had great success with Jonathan Marshall and Riley Smith, but if it does come to pass that you play with some different guys in this lineup, how much of that is is exciting and new for you? I mean, I, there's there's so many good players on our team. Um, there were some stints last year where where I didn't have any of those two on my line and. And you know, had some chemistry, so I'm not worried about that. Um, like you said, it's it's um, like I'm, I'm not worried that I only have to play with those two because there's some really good talent on our team. So um, yeah, um, exciting. We'll see see who I end up playing with. Ryan, did you just try and split up the misfits? I didn't do that. It's, it's kind of sounded like it. Talking about hypotheticals. Here. I'm just. Saying, I, I know Will's on the on the phone here, uh, but uh, are you are you? You're the I'm worst. going back to this ball. Uh, uh, the Riley Smith extravaganza. Are you becoming a two sports star on me? Uh, are you talking about the um, the baseball? Uh, the baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but yes. Um, you know, I, I I went to the batting cage. Uh, few days in advance and then I came came out to the the field and just hit hit some dingers you know <laughs> um so I guess you know softball is kind of easy for me you, you kind of stole the thunder from Raul oh yeah oh yeah I heard he was really good last year so I was like no nah, I'm not having it that way so um yeah no I was it, it was a good night yeah I had a lot of fun and um yeah, to be honest, I didn't know I had it in me, so that was, that was <laughs> the biggest surprise. I just felt the adrenaline after that first one. I'm like, holy crap, this is a great feeling. It is a cool feeling. Can you compare it to to scoring a goal? Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think I was even more happy this time about the, about the home run because, you know, it came like a surprise. I didn't know I had it in me, so um, it was... <laughs> I had a lot of fun, and it was a great night. 
You know, I, I'm going to switch gears here from, from baseball, and I'm going to talk about uh, something that I know is near and dear to your heart. That's Star Wars. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, your thoughts on it? Uh, three out of five. It's <laughs> fair. What? What? Yeah. what where? You're where not impressed. It, You're not impressed lose, at all. Yeah. Where did it lose stars or points? Well, there was some silly moments in it. It's like, <laughs> like you, you know, and there's some stuff that you can do better. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He swims into that thing in the water, and then he's not even wet when he comes <laughs> in, and like he's hiding with the. Kids yeah. and like all those stormtroopers walking by, and no one's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, right there with you. And when they chased her at, in like the first episode or whatever, it's like, okay, she's ten years old. You can just grab her. <laughs> what about you the know, new stuff one? like that? But the, it had some cool moments too. Like yeah. obviously when they fought. Yeah. And um, the so, new one looks three cool. Out of five. The new one looks cool though. Say that again. The new one looks a little cool. Uh, which one? The Andor? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, that's my feeling, at least. So hopefully I won't be disappointed with some, you know, some silly stuff. Do you have a, do you have a Stormtrooper costume at home? Uh, no. I'd like one. I wish I had, but I don't. Yeah. Do you have lightsabers? Me, me too. I'd love one. Uh, I have one lightsaber. Which really? one? Yeah. Um... Uh, that was actually my first gift from my um, from my wife. Oh, really? No way. Yeah. So she knew the way to my heart. <laughs> Does it make the sound and everything? Oh yeah, it has like flash sounds too. So like if you like hit it against something, you hit the, you hear oh. the the sounds that the lightsaber makes. When, beautiful. I don't know when you like hit a laser thing back. That'd be outstanding. Hey, next time you do the tip drill on me, and 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 you're cheating by not tipping it, and it goes in, and then you say you, you still score, which I disagree with. Uh, next time you do that, I want you to use the lightsaber because that'd be that'd be really cool. That would be cool, yeah. But then the pucks would break, obviously. True, I, true. Well, and, and I would get a credit for a save. So it's it's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's 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 rare that that happens. So that's a win for me. Hey, uh, this has been awesome. Uh, good luck and uh, have fun at camp. Uh, and congratulations on uh, on the nuptials. Uh, really cool. Uh, loved watching it uh, from afar and all the social media. And uh, and really really proud and happy for you guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. Uh, there's William Carlson of, from the Vegas Golden Knights. That was a fun conversation. Yeah, I love it. He, had a, he has a lightsaber. Dude, I didn't know this existed. Really? Like, I knew that they existed in, oh, yeah. in like, prop form, mm-hmm. but not, like, the full-on, like, there's, there's wh- like whooshing sounds. and There are degrees mm-hmm. to having and owning lightsabers. Like, there's what you can get at the department store that has something you flick your wrist and it, it shoots out like a fake little saber. And then there are prop level light up lightsabers. And, and let me just tell you, it's my dream to have every single lightsaber. Like that is something I want to do. At like some all the point, different colors? Yeah, all of the different character lightsabers. Like I want a Mace Windu one. I want an Obi-Wan one. I want an Anakin Skywalker and Slash, and then a Darth Vader one. Like they're not the same. But I want all of them. I, I I get the Luke and the Obi-Wan thing and the Darth, but beyond that... I mean, Mace Windows is Yeah, you're going geek awesome. level on me. No, it's and not. That's, Come and on. And that's way too... I want a Grogu one. 
you know, eventually when how, Grogan how, gets one. I want to check in with Chapman because I was a little worried about you off the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, given the whole hurry up, because well, no, you got to do the woo. Yes. Like, you don't think if you were busy... I couldn't fill in for the woo. No, I don't think you could do a woo. Like honestly, honestly, I don't. We 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 couldn't figure out the woo. <laughs> I, well, see, the problem that I didn't like, what I didn't get is, you could have just told me to drag it out. Oh, I could have. Yeah, but I, see, and the, you could have just gotten on the on the horn and been like, "Hey, wait one second, I got a woo," and then you would have <laughs> been able to woo. Well, I I, I don't want to woo with Nathan or Nate in on the phone because I don't want to blow out his eardrums you pulled the phone away yeah, but, from but, but the the the, the, the nobody thing is, calls him nathan nate, <laughs> unless nate. he's in big trouble okay all right nate, yes but you'll get I, a text there. he's our yeah. boss <laughs> my boss he's my boss we don't call him nathan all right nate yeah nate 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 i didn't want to i didn't want to blow his ears out by wooing and i you know the thing is sometimes if if you drag it out they there there's sometimes this connecting issues like because he calls on a three-way, but he's got to make sure that the other person is there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I have right. to make sure that the other person Nate is there. has Will on the phone. He connects them to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but sometimes there, there, there plus, could be delays. you're leaving out the most important part. You were really excited. Yeah, but you notice I, I didn't tell you guys I had to turn my mic on. I didn't have to ask him any questions. Oh, no. Like, that, yeah. that, that was a no-brainer. You yeah. After the last couple, you are totally... I I have a full season the, of, of... My questions are good. You've told me that too. No, I, press conferences they're good. Well, when we have guests on the show, you're terrible. I, I I I don't think the audience agrees with that. But I have a full season of locker room access now to her because there there were so many things that I I've been waiting to ask. What him. would you have asked Will? Today? Well, hmm. I I think what I would have asked him, and, and you know, fortunately we we did get into the discussion on on television shows. But he has a much longer flight home than pretty much everybody else on the team. So. What what recommendations does he have for people to download on maybe oh their goodness. see that's why we don't let you ask. I questions. I feel he would and he would have given us some great television somebody, somebody recommendations. Said, what's your name again? Uh, Wallace. Wow. Uh, a, a wow. About <laughs> us asking Will what breakfast cereal he eats. Mm-hmm. The breakfast. I, that, that's I'm cool. not wasting that's William cool. Carlson's time on this show cool. or, talking about that. I, I liked would, I liked the one lightsabers about are okay. The goal song would have been cool. What would what would he pick as his individual goal song if he had one? We got a we got to fly. I uh, got some VGK news coming up uh, mm-hmm. in a little bit about a signing that took place in the organization was just announced. Uh, it's not Nick Hag, so I'm not going to hold that over you. Uh, but uh, really important signing. I think it's uh, it's got some potential to be one of those. Uh, incredible stories mm-hmm. uh, in the next couple of years. Uh, but Dave Gosher's coming up next. Dave C. Gosher speaking in the third person Sweet. about his band Double Minor. If you thought lightsabers and haircuts was a break from the traditional hockey talk, mm-hmm. wait until the next segment. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Entertaining and influencing the world. That's what the BGK Insider Show does on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman, who was... 
surprisingly quiet during the William Carlson conversation, but he has a question to ask our next next guest. It's Dave C. Gosher. He plays in a band. He loves Journey. And he's also the TV voice of the Golden Knights. Let's catch up with Dave Gosher. Waiting at that intro. I like that analogy. It, it, it takes me back to my lost youth. Separate Ways is the first song on Frontiers in 83, as you know. Yeah, uh, I, I did some research on that one before. I want to okay. play a game with you, all right? <laughs> okay. And there's there's no pressure if you get anything wrong here, but the fellas don't know how amazing you are at recalling songs, the albums that the songs went with, and the year of their release. Hmm. So I and, want, Hence what I said a minute ago. Exactly. I'm springboarding okay. off that. Nice little, uh, it's like we've worked together before. So Wallace and Chapman, name a song, and we'll see if Dave can follow through on it. And it could be 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Bohemian Rhapsody. 80s is my wheelhouse, because that's when I was younger. Mm -hmm. That's when I was young, not younger. That's when I was young. (laughs) You know how you're impressionable when you're young? Yeah. So... But anyway, just to, just to throw that out there, the 90s, I was in college. Things were a little fuzzy back then. What? Uh, that's what, okay. Okay, what was the name? All right, I'll go Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's the Queen people. That's easy. Come on, challenge, Dave. All right, what, do you know what album it was off of? Oh, uh, Night of the Opera. Nice. Chapman? Zanzibar by Billy Joel. What album was it on? Uh, Poison in the Attic? I think it's 52nd Street, I but I'm, I'm just looking it up right you, now. Okay, it, Wait, it, it, you ask a question. It is, it is on 52nd Street. Exactly. Yes, you cannot ask the question that you don't know the answer to. That's a violation. <laughs> it's not a violation. I did know the answer. I said I think it's 52nd Street. And sure enough, and it's 52nd Street. No, you were Street. looking it up as you went along. <laughs> it's okay. 52nd Street. He's excluded. He's he's penalized. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. So now it's just Wallace and I doing the show uh, with, with, with okay. Dave Gosher. Uh, you are in a band, though. I am in a band, yeah, for uh, Believe It or Not, yeah. So we, uh, you probably know the story now, Double Minor is the name of the band, as in a double minor penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that name came from, it was an infamous penalty call the Golden Knights had to suffer through in the 2019 playoffs. Mm-hmm. So... I think the first gig we played, I said, we're double minor, but, you know, if you think about it a little harder, it wasn't even a minor, it wasn't even a penalty, certainly wasn't a major, and had a little fun with it. But, yeah, it's, we have a blast. You know, it's, um, it's a, one of our main marketing guys, Mike Mongello is our lead singer, and then we've got some terrific players, much, much, much better than me, Justin Fredrickson's our lead guitar player, Timmy Garp plays, um, plays guitar with me as well, and Alex Zerl is our bass player, and we've kind of... We've kind of had rotating drummers over the last little while, but that's okay. It's, uh, you know, sometimes that happens. So we've got a gig tomorrow night at the new Sand Dollar um, at the Plaza Hotel. So I know you'll be there, Mal. It shows at 10. We'd like to have you there from 10 till the end at 2 a.m. Does that work for you? It, uh, it's 10 a.m.? And he, yeah, 10 a.m. Most most concerts start at 10 in the morning. So well, it's yeah, Vegas. Yeah. I, I don't know. There, there could be a show at, at, at 10 a.m. What do you do in this band, uh, Double Minor? That's a good question. What do I do? Um, I play the guitar a bit. Uh, I sing harmonies a lot with Mike. Um, I think I sing on, I was just looking at our set list for tomorrow night. I think I sing on 
if not every song, most of them with him. But, um, you know, it's a funny story. Mike, Mike got into this band. It was originally called Mike and the Pandemics about a year, a little over a year ago. And I went to see their first gig at a pub in Henderson. And he said to me, you know, you play the guitar a little bit and you sing. And I said, well, uh, not in front of other people. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> no, not, a, not on purpose. Mm. And uh, he said, well, I'm going to send you our set list and come see us on Saturday, whatever. So I said, okay. So I watched their first set and I jumped up and I played a few songs on the second set. And then he called me like two weeks later and he said, you're in. I said, I'm in what? What are you talking about? I'm in. And uh, he goes, oh, we want to have you in the band and make as many shows as you can and make as many rehearsals as you can. And, you know, obviously with my regular job, I miss a fair amount of shows. Um, but the ones that I'm in town for, and um, you know, I make all of those. So it's, uh, it's a blast, Mal. You know how much I love music. I sing all the time, whether you want to hear it or not. And now, uh, and now I do it on stage every once in a while. In terms of that, like, how much has that improved your playing? Uh, it has a lot, Ryan. I'll tell you what, I've been playing on and off for probably 15, 16 years. Um, when I lived back East, I had a great instructor, but I do think that the dynamic of playing in a band, um, you know, where you fit Mm -hmm. in those songs, you know, not every, not every song has three guitars in it. You know, we have three guitar players in our band, but playing live is a um, is one hell of a motivator because the last so I heard somebody say once being up on a stage if you don't know what you're doing or you're doing nothing at all is a terrifying place to be so I didn't want that I didn't I didn't want to go up there and look like an idiot so I play as much as I can um, as much as my schedule allows but um, you know I try to really work at it. As I say, the guys we have in the band have been together for a long, long time, and they are they are excellent. So I just try to find my spots in songs where they need me to jump in, where I jump out, where I join Mike on vocals, and it's uh, so it's been over a little over a year, I guess, and it's been a it's been a great learning process to say the least. Do you find that that parallels what you're doing when you're calling a hockey game? Because you know there are moments where you fade fade back a little bit. There are moments where you're you're you know you're talking about different things. Uh, finding your space within the greater context of what's happening in front of you, it's a parallel there, no? Yeah, I I hadn't thought about it that way, Ryan, but it's a great way to put it. I mean, I, I think I think that yes is is knowing knowing when not to talk. Um, when doing a hockey game, is, I think, especially on television, is almost as important as, important as knowing when to say something. Um, and I think when we're up on stage, it's knowing, okay, you know, where do you need me in the song? Where do you not need me? You've got a solo coming up here. There's a break in the song there. I think the other big parallel would be preparation. You know, I, I think to, to go into a hockey game, to go into a broadcast, and not know what's going on and not be prepared. Well, I would never do that, but that would be pretty, a pretty scary thing to do. And it's similar to, you know, I think with, you know, with, with being in a band and going up on stage, you know, we're going to play, I think, 38 songs tomorrow night. Well, you've got, you, you better know what your role is in those 38 songs. You know, are you playing on every, I think I'm going to play on 30 of them, I think, tomorrow night. So, you know, that's a lot for me who is, you know, has had to learn a lot over the last year or so. It's uh, it's been a a lot of uh, you know, it's been a time commitment. But I, you know, I love it. It's 
I try to play as much as I can. Dave Gosher's with us on the VGK Insider Show. Uh, on the eight songs that you're not playing on, do you go backstage and do shots, or do you work the crowd, or what, what do you do? I do heavy shots and keg yeah. stands. That's, I do that. <laughs> hey, hey, what's your set list look like? We'll, we'll talk some it hockey, too. It takes me back but... to my college days. I stay on the stage, Mallard, and oh. I, I sing vocal. I, I sing harmony with much. Okay. Like, uh, I go do shots. No, the set list is, um, you know, it's, it's mostly classic rock. Um, for the most part, you know, some Stones, some Beatles. Um, we're trying to work in... Um, Sympathy for the Devil Tomorrow Night by the Rolling Stones, a great song. Mm. Um, we've just started working in Tomorrow Night will be the first time we try it. Is uh, You May Be Right by Billy Joel, which we think will be a lot of fun. There's some Sublime in there. There's some Billy Idol. There's some uh, Kings of Leon. It's a pretty, hmm. it's a pretty well-rounded. You know, we got we have some Doors, some Skinner, um, Tom Petty, uh, Guns N' Roses is in there. So it's a pretty you know, we have some Chris Stapleton. I, I, I think that, you know, country is something that we're trying to work a little bit more into because it's not, it's just, it's pop country now these days, right? It's not yeah, the way country used to be. So, yeah, it's, um, so we try to, um, try to work in as much different, as much different stuff as possible. But I mean, it, basically we're, a, you know, basically a classic rock cover band. Um, but, you know, we, uh, you know, we love it. We try to kind of revise the set list. A little bit here and there, working some new songs, and we're going to try and work in some new ones. We'll see how it goes. We're going to try working on some new ones tomorrow night. Here's the segue into hockey. Uh, of the broadcast crew, I'm not going to ask you who you would like to be up on stage with you, but which one of your colleagues would you quit the band before you let them play with you? <laughs> oh, Shane, for sure. Really? Yeah, I would. Uh, no, no. I think Shane could be... Would I quit the band uh, before I let them play up there? Um, you could say me. I don't. I I'm wouldn't not, take offense to that either. Yeah, you're, you would be on the short list. Uh, no question. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure how the lawman would do up there. Yeah, you know, that that would be an interesting well, proposition. He's got a bum knee right now. It'd be hard to do the whole full stage performance with the bum knee. No, I know. We've heard all about the bum knee. You know, <laughs> I think Shane could provide some muscle up there to make mm. sure that. Things didn't get carried away, you know. I think he gets a little bit of a kick out of it because I sing all the time to him. Like, I sing on the air, I sing off the air, I sing on our bus. And I think it's to the point now where he just, like, tunes it out. Hmm. You know, like, he hears it, but he doesn't hear it. Oh, I can Um, confirm that. But I will say, what's that? I can confirm that. Yeah, yeah, and you know what it's like. He's there, but he just kind of, he's like, enough of this. But he has been to some gigs, unlike... Some other people that I work with, it's uh, Salvi Main Nameless. I know. <laughs> and, Ashley's uh, got to get her button gear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Ashley's, Ashley's threatened. Ashley Vice has threatened to come tomorrow night for the first time. She's rounding so, up people around the office to come. I kid you not. Yeah. Well, I think, I think she feels guilty. She, she does. hasn't been to one yet. She does so, actually feel guilty. So She's the nicest I human being. I turn up the heat on her until she shows up, you know. Whereas Darren feels no guilt whatsoever. Um, it's a school night. Okay. Uh, you're not going to school in the morning. I told you the other day, Malik, you're not in school. Yeah, exactly. You're a little old to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be, you wouldn't be saying that if, uh, if you saw my high school transcripts. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, you oh, should still you be in school. Your daughters have school yeah, Friday. Exactly. I got, I got. 
Um, we had Wild Bill on uh, in the first segment, and he sounds in a great spot. And he's talked about maybe a bit of a chip on the shoulder of the Vegas Golden Knights, but that's that's certainly a motivating factor. I'm of one saying they're still a pretty good team. I'm not sure that the the chip is going to be as much of a factor as the talent. Yeah, I would agree with you, Mal. And I, and I heard a good portion of, of your uh, of your conversation with Bill. I think that um, look, I, 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 it's not a unique opinion. I mean, they're a playoff team last year. If they don't get besieged with injuries, basically all season long. I mean, the fact that they hung in there until was a game eighty or eighty one, whatever it was. You know, I think said a lot about the group. Um, there are some question marks. You know, I mean, Max Pacioretty being gone, um, you know, can they fill that void in the goal-scoring department? I mean, the biggest question mark, obviously, is, is in net. What do they do there? Um, you know, they trade for Aiden Hill. They've got Logan Thompson and Lauren Brossois. How does that sort itself out? Um, that all remains to be seen. Um, but, yeah, I, I, and I thought this last year. If you looked at this team... If you look at this roster, that's a, that's a good group of players. Can they gel and become a, a, a really good team this season? You know, I, 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 if you've got a team with Mark Stone and Jack Eichel and Alex Petrangelo, just to name three guys right off the cuff, you're in pretty good shape right off the bat. And you can throw in the misfit line and Chandler Stevenson and Shea Theodore, among others. Um, You've already got a you've already got a leg up on a lot of teams. So, but there you know there's no question there are some significant question marks as they move into a new season. They've had a long, long off season. Um, can that can that be a benefit to them? Um, especially with all the guys they had injured last year. But um, you know, hopefully it will be because I do think that you know motivation of of missing the playoffs and we all know how high the standards are. You know, internally here, and I and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I look at the Golden Knights going into this season, and there are some things that certainly have to play play out the way you'd expect them to. And and to me, it, it's the power play. It's special teams for the Golden Knights. Like uh, To me, that's one of the most important storylines this season is the Golden Knights returning to uh, becoming a proficient team, not just on the power play, but also on the penalty kill. Yeah, and you hope, I think, Ryan, that, you know, Bruce Cassidy's one of his hallmarks with those, with his teams in Boston over the last several years has been, they have been a very good, uh, team on special teams. Um, hey, that, you know, that being said, their power play, if you, if you kind of watch their games late last year and especially into the playoffs, uh, the power play did struggle. But overall, if you want to look at the big picture, they were a real good group when it came to both special teams, um, over the last bunch of years. So, um, you know, we all know the story here. It's been, it's, if anything, it's been a momentum killer far too often mm. uh, for this team over the over the last five seasons. Um, but I, I think they will benefit from uh, potentially, you know, a fresh approach, a healthy team, um, and benefit from a coach that, you know, had some, you know, you think of the power play guys they had in Boston with Patrice Bergeron and David Posternock and Brad Marchand and Charlie McAvoy and, you can go right on down the line. They have some pretty talented guys. There's a lot of talented guys on this team when it comes to um, a group you could put out on the power play, and now it's just a question of, of of either executing or not executing as they move forward. Dave Gosher is with us on the VGK Insider Show. Chris Chapman is going to be forced to ask you something in a second, but before we get to that, you're a rarity in our group in the sense that you've worked a broadcast 
with a team coached by Bruce Cassidy. So what are we in store for here? Yeah, I mean, I think, Mel, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, my last couple of months doing the uh, Boston Bruins games on radio, Bruce took over for Claude Julian uh, in February of that year. So it would have been February of 2017. And, uh, you know, we had the last couple of months together, and then the Bruins lost in the first round of the playoffs that year. So, um, but somebody that I, I think a team that, A, he's very, very big on accountability. And I, and I think that's a good thing, too. And I think and I hope that players want that. Um, defensively, his teams have always been good. You know, we talked about being predictable in a good way, like predictable for his goaltenders to know where the shots are going to come from. To, to, they have, a, they have a, a structure they play with, especially defensively. Um, and then they're encouraged to get going on offense. So, um, and as I say, a team that in Boston, anyways, power play and penalty kill often was a huge difference maker in games for them. Um, took a team to within a win of winning the whole thing, lost game seven at home in 2019. Um, and I think probably, I mean, I haven't asked, I haven't asked Bruce this, Mallard, but. Hey, look, it, 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 it can be an unfair business, right? He, he, mm-hmm. Bruins won 52 games last year. It's the most he's ever won. Most Bruce Cassidy ever won. And he got fired. So I think for him, hey, it, this is an opportunity to jump right back in it. It took all of eight days for him to get hired again. Um, and, you know, it's a chance to prove himself yet again as one of the, one of the better coaches in the NHL. Uh, awesome insight. Uh, Chapman, step up to the microphone and settle this thing that you are going against me on with when it comes to Dave Gosher. Yeah, Dave, just so you know, me and Ryan have basically been forced into this position. Oh, no, so, I'm, not, I'm not a part of so, this. Don't delay. Just do it. Dave, how is Dave doing? <laughs> Dave's just fine. Thank you for asking, Chris. <laughs> He's just Dave's looking forward to a fine evening, playing a little guitar, and then a nice respite, and then Dave will have a, hopefully have a good concert tomorrow night. Just so you know, Mallard is, has his hands up like he just scored a touchdown <laughs> because he, he's going to take a victory lap now. But I, I appreciate you playing along with, with the joke that Darren is... Uh, well, it takes, a, special, it takes a, a real special moron to refer to himself in the third person. <laughs> but I'm glad to do it for you. It's one of the great things about Gosher. My kids love it. My wife was like, at the first time she met her, was like, what's going on here? And now she can't get it. Like, it's, it's, it's his calling card. It's cool. It's fun. And you guys had never heard this before. No, yeah, six no. years. I've never heard it. Yeah. First time. I don't even know where it started either. Like, I just, I saw it in a movie. I, I have no idea. So now to the point where I walk in the office and I'll say, uh, Dave's here. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My first week in the office, I thought there was two Daves. I'm like, oh, isn't his name Dave? Who's the other Dave? He keeps talking so, about uh, Talk to me, Dave. I'll tell you a quick little funny story. We were in St. Louis last year, and our group is out on the road having dinner. So the waitress comes over to the table, and she says, uh, Sir, can I take your order? And I said, uh, yeah. I said, Dave would like... Uh, Whatever I ordered, and she looked at me and she said, "Are you Dave?" Oh, yes, I'm Dave. I just called myself Dave. How hard is it? And the the rest of the group thought it was hilarious, like it was falling over, like they were happy that the waitress called me on my own idiocy. And and you'll yeah, do it. it up. 
You'll do it in front of any, anybody. Uh, hmm. Bill Foley, George McPhee. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Nate Ewell yeah, comes by. An equal, equal opportunity. I don't want to deprive people no. of, uh, of being weird. That's what Dave does. <laughs> All right, so Dave will be performing tomorrow night. Uh, give us the, the time, the place, and, uh, and the cover charge. Yes, Dave will uh, tomorrow night with Double Minor, with the boys, uh, tomorrow night at the new Sand Dollar. So not the, not the old one. We're playing the old one October 21st, but we're playing the new one tomorrow night at the uh, Plaza Hotel downtown. 10 p.m. Mallard, not a.m. Uh, okay. No charge. Just come in. Come and see us play. See, 10 p.m. We'd love to see you there. Mallard will be there all night long. That's awesome, uh, and you'll be taking requests. Well, you have to go through me for the requests. Uh, you're you're amazing. Can we do this, like, uh, every so often? Sure. Okay. I'd love to. All right. Uh, say hi to your uh, better half, Christine. and uh, I will. And thank uh, Rosie for the drop-in. Rosie did, yeah, did Rosie make an appearance? She I was did. trying to keep her at bay. But no, I she was good. Doing that. <laughs> there's there's one, yeah. one bark. That was great. That might be a career. That wasn't uh, bad. No, that that was really good. Um, uh, I'm going shopping for a lightsaber now. That uh, while Bill has uh, told me that he's got a lightsaber, so uh, that's what I'll oh, be doing. Good. You got that to look forward to. Yeah. That's a big night ahead for you. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we got to go. Uh, but uh, thanks, Dave. Okay. Good to be with Dave. Very good to be with Dave. Yeah. See, you, you guys didn't know. It's okay. true. That's great. That, that Can you guys fantastic. admit that? I, I didn't I it's never come up. Like in, in the times that Dave and Dave have been on <laughs> the pregame show with me, it's never yeah. it's never been a thing that's happened. Yeah. So I didn't know. I I don't know. But now it's funny. I'm I'm believe like it yeah, it's awesome. So on the pregame show when he's on, you gotta ask him. Well, no, no, no. What you you got to get this out more. I, I think. I think my plan of attack at this point is when I bring Dave on, I'm just gonna say, Dave, how's Dave doing? Yeah, for the pregame show, it'll be great. Yeah, you. I mean, blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. So uh, congratulations. Thank you. You're just still uh, not a believer. No, I. He's not. No, I, I, he he no, thinks no, it was. A, it no, was a no, 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 no. Like this, this was a bit today. No, no, no. I, I don't think so. No, I, I, I believe you now because when he told the story about being out to dinner. That's not something you just make up. I am not buying your confidence right now. We're going to take a break. <laughs> but when we continue, uh, I will tee up hour number two of the VGK Insider Show. we got one-timers on the way, a little bit to talk about, and uh, tee up a big couple of days in Vegas for the NHL. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. It's a damn good hour of radio that we just put out. But I'm still a believer that the off-air stuff during the commercial breaks <laughs> should be packaged together as a podcast, too. Because Chapman just said one of the things that blew my mind. Uh, I'll get to that tomorrow. But hour number two is coming up next. VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.